1: The conversation continues about how the NBA will resume play for the 2019-20 season. I'm Sierra Goodwill, here with Mike Petralia, Josue Pavone, and our friend Keith Smith. It looks like if and when the NBA does return, it will be probably down in Walt Disney World in Florida. But now the latest conversations are about the format and how it's looking like it could be a 16-team playoff format. Kind of like an NCAA tournament March Madness type of bracket. How do you guys feel about that sort of format?
0: I like the idea. I don't like the timing of it. I've always been a fan of this uh, format. This has been a conversation that's been lingering for a couple of years now. And I feel like it's almost inevitable at this point. But I think with everything that's been going on, this is the wrong time to try to, to try this out, so to speak. You know, I just think there's a lot of complications that come with it, including a lot of teams that have spent the entire season. With the impression, just like all of us, that they're going to be competing for a top eight spot in their conference. Also, scheduling, you know, I think that plays a big part. Teams that have played their, uh, teams in their conference two times as opposed to playing them four times. You know, that affects your record. I just don't think this is a good time for them to, to try it out. I am obviously a big fan of doing the playoff format. I love Doc Rivers' idea. I love that it gives teams that are outside the top eight an opportunity, a fighting chance to, to, to jump in while also, you know, uh, giving the top teams the rest that they need and, and giving them the time that uh, they earned. I love that idea. I still haven't, I haven't seen another idea that, that I like more than Docs, you know. I, so with me, I, I would like to see that happen as opposed to the top 16 uh, team format.
1: Keith?
3: Yeah, I, I don't really like it it's Same as Josue I don't like it this year I think it's just There's already enough happening That's made this a weird season I don't know why we need to add Another thing onto that So so I'm good with Keep it the way it is I also think in prior years When this has been a much bigger You know, it's kind of a lot more Screaming and yelling That we need to go to this It's because there's two or three teams In the West that would be playoff teams Over the teams in the East at the bottom While our top eight teams in both both sides would be our top 16 teams so I'm not as concerned about it I think those teams in the west that didn't get in they they had their shot. we played you know three quarters of the season and uh, you know or even more than that and there's no reason why I think we need to make these big changes overall if the NBA is ever going to experiment with it it's a chance to now when you have all 16 teams in one place and you don't have all the travel issues but overall I think there's just too much going on already let's just keep some things as traditional as they can be
2: uh, I, I'm with Keith on that uh, guys I, I really do think though um, that the NBA has been guided quite a bit by uh, how summer leagues have been received by players and coaches and NBA front office and if anything I think I said this last week if anything is going to resemble uh, this early summer league several years ago maybe even a decade back where you know you were playing in front of half the, half the empty buildings, or maybe even practically empty buildings, this is going to be very similar to that with uh, really just the NBA personnel uh, of each team in attendance. And I think this is the way uh, that they're going to approach it. And uh, again, as I said, as Keith said, um, I think, you know, Those teams out in the West, they had their chance during the regular season. But, you know, this is kind of throw all things out the window. Let's get the NBA back. And I think that's what the NBA owners and and GMs have in mind here.
1: What's interesting is if they do go ahead with this 16-team March Madness-style bracket— the first round matchup for the Celtics is the Philadelphia 76ers, which could have very well been a first round matchup for them had the season played out like normal. It would be exciting to see that rivalry game right off the bat for the Celtics with a really similar opponent. What do you guys think uh, that matchup would look like?
2: I, I think that that's what that will be one of the fascinating storylines because you know the Sixers before the pause and before the break had injury issues. And obviously with Joel Embiid going down, uh, Ben Simmons back being an issue, they had a lot of things on their burner at once. And that, that season for the Sixers was going down the tubes quick. And if the Sixers can get those two players back close to full strength by the time this comes around, that is not a great matchup, as we all know, for the Celtics, if the Sixers are anywhere close to full strength, having those two back.
0: Yeah, I agree, Trags. It certainly makes things harder for the Celtics. But if you look at the full picture, I mean, they still have to figure out what's going to happen with Al Horford. I mean, how does he fit the puzzle? You know, they still haven't answered that question. I mean, now that there isn't any games left, I'm assuming here, of course, that we're going to go right into the playoffs if this thing actually happens. And they, there's just not enough time for them to figure that out. However, I still think it's a tough matchup for the Celtics. I still favor the Celtics, however. Um, if we're looking at the uh, proposed format, after the Sixers where it gets really dark for the Celtics, but we don't have to go there right now. But um, I think if, if we're talking just Celtics-Sixers, I still like the Celtics in that matchup. But, yeah, I have to agree with Trax, though. This little break is, is very beneficial for the Sixers. If we're talking about any top team in the Eastern Conference, I think that's, that's one of the, if not the uh, most beneficial, uh, this rest has been for, for, for the Sixers.
3: Yeah, I, I think as you get into this, it's pretty clear that the NBA gods, they want to see the whole world burn, right? It's it's we, we got to do Celtic Sixers. It's its the only way to, to put a you know, fitting capper on this uh, wild season. But I, I think, you know, in general, I agree it's a tough matchup for Boston. I, I We saw that in the regular season. There were challenges, but I think all of those games had something weird in them. A key player was missing on one side or the other, and, and they were closer than I think people really liked. To think that they are. And, and Philly's told us all along, we're built for the playoffs, just get us to the playoffs. But one thing I worry about for Philadelphia's side is they were an absolutely horrible team on the road. Now, there'll be no true road games, but there's not going to be any home games either. And they had one of the most drastic home road splits in the entire NBA. So if you're taking them out of an environment where do their guys need that lift from the crowd to lift them up and get them going? We've seen Joel Embiid's a very emotional guy. He plays to the crowd a lot. If you don't have that for, you know, three games or whatever the case would have been in a regular playoff series is that make it a little bit easier. So I think the Celtics are, you know, well positioned. I think Boston being a little bit of a younger team, a team that's relying on a lot of younger players, with the hope would be that they are able to bounce back and come into this pretty quicker. And Joel Embiid, you know, we, we have no idea. We haven't heard a single report of what kind of shape he's in. And, you know, if he sat around on the entire break drinking Shirley Temples, you know, Boston may be kind of <laughs> salivating at that matchup.
1: What was that report? He he has like two or three Chick-fil-A milkshakes every road trip. Just... Some sort of crazy craziness, so hopefully someone on the Sixers staff was on his diet a little better during this quarantine. But for all of our Celtics coverage and NBA coverage as we inch closer and closer to a return to the season, check it out on our website at clnsmedia.com as well as on our YouTube channel at Celtics All Access.
2: The Garden Report is brought to you by Manscaped, the very best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CLNS20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code CLNS20.